I believe most indie authors at least start out self-publishing on Amazon Kindle for good or ill. Welcome to An Indie Author's Life. I am your host, Leah. Now, uh, a brief disclaimer. I haven't researched this topic um, or fact-checked the timeline. I'm basically relying on my memory, um, though it might have a little bit of flaws. I think I remember a lot of this um, just from my fan fiction days. So from what I remember, about 10 years ago, um, I remember like a lot of excitement from authors, uh, from web authors, regarding self-publishing your own books through Amazon. And at first it was only ebooks, and it has since expanded to printed copies, um, but they came at a later time. So um, I remember the Amazon uh, ebook contracts were just crazy restrictive, um, but it seemed to some better than offering free original fic online on like AO3 or something like that. So because Amazon was first, they set the rules and the other e-publishers were kind of behind the curve and um, so when they when they too began to offer it to self-publish um, you know they, they could never catch up to Amazon um, and it was due to this that the Kindle uh, became the dominant e-reader uh, at the time I think Nook and Kindle were fairly close to each other sales-wise, but when um, Amazon began offering uh, the, the ability to self-publish, they just flew through the roof, and um, the Barnes & Noble, they were so focused on trying to get people to come into the store, like the, you know, the, the physical location, that they didn't support their e-reader as much as they should have. Um, so I think that those two things combined um, really kind of separated Kindle from, from any of the other e-readers. Now, more recently though, people are starting to consume, not starting, but they, they've been consuming books on um, their small handheld devices, like a phone, you know, they they have apps on their phone that they can read books on. For instance, iTunes and Google Play and stuff like that. So I know that it has taken a little bit of a chunk in the Kindle, but they were so well established that I think it's going to be a lot, um, take a lot to to pull that away from Kindle. It's kind of like um, Netflix. You know, they were so far ahead with creating their online streaming and all this kind of stuff that though you are seeing more and more people jump into creating their own um, websites like Hulu and um, Amazon Prime and stuff like that, Netflix has been around for so long and they've, they've kind of, you know, they're at the next stage. So everyone else is trying to get to the stage that Netflix was at five years ago. So I, I kind of view... Uh, the iTunes books and the, the um, Google books in that same vein with regards to them versus uh, an Amazon Kindle.
Um, and for me personally, my phone is so small that the idea of reading a book off my screen on my phone is um, is not right. So like an e-reader, the, the tablet size is perfectly fine. It, it's pretty close to what an actual physical book size is. So it was easy for me to just, you know, do everything on, on ebook and my readers, it's inexpensive and it's fairly portable and I like it just fine. Um, so for me personally, I use an e-reader. Specifically, I, I use the Kindle um, and I don't so much do, do that off my phone. I'll play games on my phone. I'll even watch Netflix on my phone. But um, I won't. Um, I won't read uh, at least not a long book. Not on my phone. It's just too small for me. And another thing is, I am an Android user, which I know is in the minority here in America, but um, it's actually worldwide. Android phones are the majority of, of, of phones. So um, Google Books works fine for me when I do use it. I usually only do it for like short stories or something that I don't have to read um, 100,000 words on. So something very small and reasonable. I don't have a problem using um, a Google Book for it. However, me personally, I despise Apple products. And, and that's just me personally, and it's having to do not so much with the quality of their products, but just kind of the attitude of the company. Um, that um, so anything I anything irks me, and um, so it's kind of having to have an an iTunes account or an Apple ID or whatever just so I can publish my iBook or to upload a podcast, for instance. Um, that's irritating. <laughs> um, but I don't have to worry about it just yet because right now I am under an Amazon exclusive contract and um, for six months. And that has to do with uh, the what they offer with the Kindle Unlimited pricing and some of the advertising campaigns that, that are run. Um, and promotions that you can do, uh, you're you're basically saying that you won't have your book available on other platforms for a particular period of time. Um, so, I honestly I don't have a problem with that. Um, it's not like it's a forever thing. It's just for now. And I believe that uh, probably May I think is when my six months are up. And at that point, I'll be able to post it on Google Books and uh, iTunes. And um, so that's something that I'm going to have to be dealing with in the next month or so. So I want to ask the readers, what do you think about Amazon being the big dog on the ebook campus? And what do you personally read from? Are you still reading physical books, which 
don't get me wrong, I love physical books. It's just I have limited room in my tiny apartment, so I have to be very judicious um, and actually pretty circumspect about what physical books I purchase. It's um, always fun to think about. And um, what do you think about Google or or iBooks from iTunes? So what, what do you prefer to read off of? Now, for Amazon Kindle as a program, um, I'll have an entirely separate podcast about like tracking your sales and um, advertising, uh, reviews, uh, top writers and how those come about, the Kindle Unlimited, etc. That's going to be at a later time because that I feel I'm going to have to research a little bit more. I mean, I know a little bit about it, but um, I chose not to be a uh, Kindle Unlimited kind of a person um, just because um, the cost of it, I don't read that much, so I don't have that much time for. And um, for selling it, you have to have like a minimum price point of $3.99 for you to have the higher royalty and, and yield the better results where they'll um, promote your book more if you sign under the, the higher uh, royalty uh, bracket. Um, but my books aren't that long. My books are like 40,000 words because they're novellas, so not so much as full novels. And so I don't feel that I should be charging someone $3.99 um, for something that's only 40,000 words, um, especially with me being a new author. So with that, I went ahead and I'm receiving much less royalty, but... That way I can charge a lot less of a price for my books um, because, again, I, at this point I haven't established myself, so I don't think um, my 40,000 words are worth four bucks yet. <laughs> Maybe someday, but not right now. So um, thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Leah Howard. I am the author of the Touch of Grey series. The first novel, Out of Touch, is available on Amazon Kindle. And the second novel, Invisible Touch, will be available in June. Please visit my blog or contact me via Twitter if you have any questions. And I look forward to talking with you further.